What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. It is Friday, and we are back at it, man. Hopefully, you guys are ready for the weekend and ready just to kick back, relax, or maybe you got plans. Uh, who knows? Maybe a wedding, maybe a party. Who knows? Hopefully, whatever you're doing, you're having fun and getting ready for that. I know. Um, I don't even know what I got going on this weekend. Probably trying to desperately figure out what to do for Halloween a month in advance. That way, you know, I don't have to fret about it a week prior to it, like, you know, my wife and I do every year. So yeah, it, it should be a lot of fun. Um, but this week we are going to follow suit with the whole spooky season. I'm kind of digging the, the fall Halloween vibe, scary stories, um, creepy places. And this is actually all going to be local to Ohio, my home state. So, um, some of these things I'm going to talk about today, or some of these things that are on these uh, sites, we've already talked about, um, in the past, you know, hard to believe that, after a year digging around on the internet, um, you would run into the same story a couple times. So, yeah, especially when you're looking at state to state. But, um, yeah, I'm like, man, I've already talked about this. And what's really bad is I remember all sorts of dumb little shit like that. So I'll see something. I'll be like, nope, I've already talked about that. You know, whoever, you know, maybe somebody missed the episode or somebody listened. They'd be like, I don't even know what that guy's talking about. But I know that I talked about it. So. But who knows what episode that's on? I yeah, I have no clue on that. But anyway, we're gonna get down to business today. Um, yeah, this is early in the week. I'm liking this early in the week vibe records. That way, the rest of the week shows up, man. And I don't really gotta do any work. I get work done on you know in the afternoons when I get off work. So, but yeah, it's a uh, it's been a lot of fun. So we are gonna jump. Yeah, la la. We are going to jump into today's topic with 14 creepy Ohio locations, lore and legends to keep you entertained and completely spooked. Now, they're kind of like, you know, these guys probably wrote this article because they know that it was spooky season for us, right? They're like, hey, you know, this guy had an episode. This is actually updated. Well, I guess it wasn't wrote. It was published. What is this? I always forget what year it is. Um, We hit like 2020. And since then, like my brain just doesn't comprehend anything past that. And I, I'm always constantly thinking that it's actually 2022 for some reason. Um, I don't know why. But this was published last year. So, yeah, it should be really good. Um, oh, God, my wife's texting me what's for dinner. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm recording. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, number one. And this is this is an interesting one for me already. Um, the history of Utopia. Once upon a time, the small, unincorporated community. Um, you know what? Before this is something that I uh, that I wanted to call out prior to starting this episode. Um, yeah, sorry. What a tease, right? No, I wanted to say um, welcome to any new listener. I've been getting a little like uptick of in listeners lately, and uh, I see that you guys are here, and I really appreciate that. Um, you know, hopefully the community and the fan base, the, we are small, but we are mighty and we do uh, look after each other here. So yeah, welcome everybody. And I'm glad you guys are here listening because, uh, it just, it, you know, it's exciting every week looking and seeing these numbers, like, you know, like a little slow, gradual rise. And, you know, you're getting people listening to new places or from websites that you haven't seen, or, you know what I mean? Like your age gap, your, yeah, grab your age gap is growing. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, 
which that kind of sounds weird, but like it, like in my demographics, it breaks down like what age group people are in or like classify as or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool to see that, you know, I'm kind of hitting on several different age groups and yeah, I just want to say thank you for listening. You guys are awesome and we're not going anywhere, man. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed the show and just as much as I enjoy doing this every week and yeah, so I just want to say thanks. Thanks for listening. So we're going to, we're going to get back into the spooky thing. God, I haven't even looked at my mic. Okay. Well, we're not doing too bad. It's only been four minutes. Uh, once upon a time, a small unincorporated community was one of the phalanaxes or social communes established in America in the mid 19th century. Utopia was founded in 1844 by Charles Fourier, a Frenchman who believed that the word was about to enter a third, the world, yeah, the word, the world was about to enter a 35,000 year period of peace. While the utopian society, society idea of the town failed, a spiritual group still held secret services in the town's underground chapel. Today, along the banks of the Ohio River in Claremont County, you will find what some consider to be a ghost town, although the town is still home to some residents. Um, that's kind of crazy. Like, what, what kind of information did this guy have? in 1844 where he's like you know what it's going to be 35,000 years and we got to worry about shit dude like it's going to be peaceful can you imagine if we yank that guy out like in 1843 and was just like here you go dude here's 2023 there's um i don't know a bunch of countries with a bunch of people that are like everybody's constantly pissed off there's 4,000 new genders and sexual appropriations for everybody and uh, yeah there's there's this great thing called Amazon dude and you can literally get every, anything you want can you imagine the fucking mind melt that that, that fucking Sir Charles would go through um, but yeah what did he know that we were gonna that foreshadowed 35,000 years of peace I don't think I've ever heard anything I don't think I've any ever read anything so kind of like way left field that you're just kind of like, what the hell are you thinking, dude? But hey, maybe maybe his death was like the uh, if he would have lived out his life and set in a course of actions, it would have actually happened. But maybe, you know, the secret society just killed him before his time. And, you know, who knows? That's a whole nother. God, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. We don't even have time for that today. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that uh, Utopia they're like, hey, you know, everybody's going to be chill, dude. And then now it's 2023 and the fucking the world's in, engulfed in fire and bullshit most of the time. Uh, number two, we'll save that for another episode. Number two, the butcher of Kingsbury Run, also known as the Cleveland Torso Murderer. This unidentified serial killer murdered and dismembered at least 12 victims from among the homeless in Cleveland. Many who remain unidentified to this day. Pictured is the first victim to be identified. This is Edward... W. Androssi, 1931. Um, it's got like a short little depiction. You guys have to check out this uh, this article. It's pretty cool. Uh, recent speculations, speculation suggests that the butcher may have traveled west and was also the murderer of Elizabeth Short of the Black Dahlia murder case. So uh, that's one. I think I've always like kind of recognized it or like kind of known, but I don't think I've ever read anything about it, like pursued anything. You know what I mean? Like looked into it or anything. Uh, let's see. Number three, the circle letter, the Circleville letter writer. This is one we've talked about. Basically, a bunch of letters got um, circulated around this village. It says what someone would call a real life pretty little liars experience in the late 70s. Um, that happened in Circleville, Ohio. We have talked about that uh, in who knows, 
some episode prior to this. But yeah, go check that out. Um, it's not it's not anything crazy. I mean, it is kind of crazy, I guess, because it made the list. But yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Okay, let's get back. The History of Rogue's Hollow. So this is another creepy-ass picture. My, my wife said unacceptable. She asked what's for dinner, and I said, I don't know where I'm recording. She said unacceptable. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get that, I promise. Uh, this old, this picture is like a couple old cabins in the woods and it's, and that's literally like what it is. It's like, it looks like a two story makeshift cabin with like a little one story shack or shed. There's a cut. looks like a, I don't know. The one guy looks like he has a beard, I guess, but it looks like two, two gentlemen just kind of standing and they are just in the middle of nowhere. And it says from tales of a haunted mill and a crybaby bridge, to a shaking graveyard and a headless horseman. Jesus criminy. Rogue's Hollow is one of Ohio's most haunted areas. I've never even heard about this. It's Ohio's very own version of Sleepy Hollow. And most Ohioans don't even know it exists. Yeah, no shit. God, I wish I would have read that. Like many rural areas in small towns in Ohio, Rogue's Hollow was once a thriving coal mining village near the modern day town of Doylestown, Ohio. Rogue's Hollow was actually... Once a place notorious for outlaws and gangsters to hang out. Shootouts and robberies were common here. No, no wonder these two guys look like. these. I don't even know how they got this picture. Which is, you, you ever wondered that? Like, you see all these old ass pictures and you're like, do they actually, like with, I mean, especially now with AI and shit, you could pretty much just fucking fabricate anything you want. Um, but... Oh, I guess this shows a verification picture. That makes sense. But still, you still wonder, like... Even though it's been verified. Like, who who took this picture? You know what I mean? Let's think about that for a second. But it says it's uh, historical societies where they got that picture from. But uh, yeah, the outlaws and gangster thing, that's pretty crazy. And these continued until the early 20th century. In spite of the town's crooked reality and peculiar tales, creepy things continue to happen here. Sounds of a crying baby at night, shaking grounds at the graveyard, and ghostly sightings continue to haunt the hollow and the visitors that dare to explore. I'll have to go check. That'll be on the... Uh, It'll be on a check right there, Rogue's Hollow. I wonder how far Doylestown is from where I live. Doylestown, Ohio. Show me a map. Show me the money. No, I don't want travel. God, I don't want that. Oh, okay. It's up it's up uh near like Cleveland and near Lake Erie. On the other side of Canton, I guess. Akron. Huh. I've been up that way. I was just at a concert there not too long ago. Not in Doylestown. Man, it's a small little town. It really is. There's uh, It looks to be like a... Just what you would normally guess. Like a, a Legion, a little mini-mart, you know, a school. But it's not very big. Huh. There's aquamarine scuba diving? What? Oh, they got like lake diving there. Or like... It's a scuba diving center. Okay. That's kind of weird. Anyway. Yeah, weird-ass place. It'd be cool to go check out Rogue's Hollow. Uh, the Legend of Helltown. The once-thriving small town of Boston Mills eventually turned into a ghostly town. Today, the people claim that the government actually closed the town after some sort of chemical accident that causes citizens to mutate. And some people claim to have actually been, or actually seen disfigured, mutating people still hiding in the area. In reality, it, yeah. We, like, I as a 
I, as a podcaster, will say, quote unquote, in reality, because I don't know if I believe this. Um, the historic town of Boston Mills was acquired by the U.S. government to make way for the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. I feel like that was just a way of them saying, like, hey, you know, like, ooh. The, uh, it's just awful funny that that happens. And then they're like, well, they, that never really happened. They bought it because, you know, it's, it's going to be part of the park now. And, like, that's exactly, that's exactly what you would want people to think. And then you have these fucking, I don't know, you don't even know, crazy people like me that are like, mm, I think something's fishy around this place. There's a reason it's called Helltown. You know what I mean? There's a, there's always a reason for why these places get named these things. But, uh. It'd be kind of like a Ohio freaking, what is it, Hills Have Eyes, you know what I mean? People like hiding in the woods. Like that's, and you know, honestly, I've been to some places in Ohio where that's not like a, uh, that, that's not an uncommon thing. You know what I mean? Some of you guys that, some of my friends um, that I know listen and where they live and where they have, you know what I mean? Like we've all lived in Ohio for most of our lives. There are some fucking creepy places out there. There really are. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like you don't think that you get creeped out by places like near near where you live or, you know, things like that. But if you go and kind of explore and like go on some of these, uh, got, uh, my wife and I are big back roader, like driving on the back roads and hanging out. Um, always have been. And you get out in some of these places, man, and it's downright creepy. You can be in the middle of nowhere and not really notice. All right, within all right, number eight within Wayne Township in Warren County, you will find the will yeah the village the village of Waynesville. It's a quaint historic town with a population of approximately two thousand eight hundred and thirty four, but it's rumored to have more than thirty haunted places. This seemingly normal small town was actually deemed quote unquote the most haunted village in Ohio by author Chris Woodyard of the popular Haunted Ohio books. And that's all the description it, it uh, gives. You're you're telling me that there's th- over thirty places that are haunted. That only tells me one thing. I have watched enough movies to know, and read enough scary stories to know. Some bad shit, some bad shit probably happened in that town. You know what I mean? Like, come on, what caused it? Because don't get me wrong, don't think for a second that I don't believe in ghosts or like some spiritual shit or all, I believe in all that kind of weird, wild, crazy shit. Um, but I do believe that, like, you can almost inherently possess evil. Like, evil, I, I feel like evil things really do hang in the air, so, so to speak. You know what I mean? So if, like, horrible things were happening or, it, and I just, I don't know, man. Like, there is a reason that that place is the most haunted place in Ohio. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, oh, geez, I wonder why. Like, no, horrible things probably happened. And uh, I'll have to check that one out and see what actually happened. You know, it may not be, but. It just seems awful fishy, like, that that would be the most haunted place. You know what I mean? And that's kind of, like, all they offer. Anyway, number nine. I was going to skip this one, but I have to talk about it. Um, because, you know, at one at some point in my life, I'm sure this will be me one day. I'm trying to convince all my friends. Uh, along the Miami River near Loveland, legend has it there lurks a man who is a lot like a lizard. Or a lizard who looks a lot like a man, depending on how you look at it. Of course, in the 1970s, local residents and policemen reported sightings of a strange lizard or frog-like man. Throughout the years, occasional sightings along the river have been reported. And they have like a... It's, it looks like a brass um, figurine of a lizard man. And... I had the. I think I've talked about this before. The description was so short. I just wanted to share. I do remember the because so I do remember now. 
um, the Loveland thing, it was because there's like also an Ohio legend about like a frog man. And I think it was near Loveland as well. So, and, you know, it's just uh, it's just kind of it makes sense that, you know, somebody say lizard and then some guy says frog man. And then, the, you know, the, the two stories kind of split from the same um, area that, you know, that that's bound to happen. But, yeah, can you imagine like I know there's a big conspiracy that they're like fucking people are like lizard people and don't think for a second that I don't believe in someone of that too because some of these people out there like you look just look up lizard people in like the government or um, Hollywood and that right there just looking up one video you'll be like okay that kind of freaks me out but yeah can you imagine people seeing a lizard man they're like what the fuck is that dude I'd probably shit my pants if I'm fishing on the river one night and out of the water comes a lizard man holding the fish that I'm trying to catch I'd probably be pretty freaked out I don't know if um, I would think to call the cops in an instant just because I'd probably be in shock I'd probably have a stroke um, number 10 the legend of Elizabeth's grave uh, yeah uh, I didn't mean to do that Elizabeth's grave la la the infamous legend starts at Mount Union Pleasant Valley Cemetery in Chillicothe the off the beaten path rural cemetery is home to the chilling Elizabeth's grave few people have taken the road less traveled unless they're in search of this particular grave's headstone which supposedly moves itself from the front of the cemetery after visitors move it to the back there's also some dispute about which headstone is a legendary Elizabeth's grave which is often spelled as Elizabeth there are two Liz's in the cemetery with detached headstones. One is which pictured above. Okay. That's kind of, that's, that's like a tower, I guess. Um, regardless, Elizabeth is said to haunt the cemetery because she hung herself from a tree in the area and is likely unhappy with visitors moving her headstone. Yeah, no shit, dude. If, uh, if I was buried, which I don't, I wouldn't want to be buried. Um, I'd, I'd want to be cremated, but... Um, if I was buried somewhere, I sure as hell wouldn't want somebody like fucking, what do they call that? Just like disturbing your grave or there's, there's a word I'm looking for. That I can't think of, um, yeah. Could you just, yeah, I'd fucking haunt the shit out of people too, man. Like desecrate. There we go. Like desecrate someone's, um, yeah. Final resting place or whatever. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. I don't have to say that. You guys, you guys, listener, because you, you guys know you're in the know. You know that all this creepy shit's probably somewhat true. You know what I mean? At least some of it has to be. It's on the internet, duh. If uh, if you love exploring all things abandoned and haunted in Ohio, and this is actually one I I really really want to go see, you may have heard about a witch's tower hiding in a forest near Dayton, Ohio, which I had never heard of this, or even a Frankenstein's tower. But the true story behind this curious structure has changed over time. More commonly known as the Lookout Tower in Hills and Dales Metro Park, this castle-like structure is Kettering, or in Kettering, has. Okay, that must be where it's has been the subject of numerous urban legends throughout the years and is certainly not a witch's tower, but it does have a deadly history. The real story involves the tragic death of Peggy Harmonson in May of 1967. The 16-year-old Peggy and her boyfriend sought shelter in the tower during a storm. Lightning struck the tower, killing Peggy, leaving her boyfriend badly burned. What are the fucking chances, dude? This thing's like a stone tower. Um, it literally looks like a witch's, like, apart... Or like the top of a witch's tower, but just kind of short. Um, hmm. That's kind of that's kind of crazy. Imagine going in that fucking building and thinking you're safe, and the fucking lightning comes down through the tower and just fucking zaps your ass. 
They're like, she's a witch. Burner. And the lightning hits. Oh, my God. Dude, shout out to freaking Monty Python being some of the funniest. Some of the funniest and it's like range of comedy. Um, number 14, The Legend of Wahala Road. And I don't remember if I've ever talked. I don't think so. This is in Columbus. So this is pretty close to me. About an hour, hour or two hours, depending on where it's at. It says, Ohio is full of haunted streets that have become the centerpieces of local legends. But one in central Ohio is probably the creepiest. With a unique geographical niche in North Columbus winds Wahala Road. Where it is said that at night, passerby are haunted by a man who killed his wife and children before committing suicide beneath the road's bridge. The legends of this infamous road may vary, but the hauntings remain. Huh. That's all it, that's all, all it gives. Just said that one. Yeah, well... I mean, that's kind of weird. The uh, the road is kind of kind of creepy, but you know what? It doesn't honestly look like anything different than uh, some of the back roads I've been on. So, fuck, all kinds of scary shit will come out in the night to get you. That was kind of. Oh, I guess that was the last one on the list. I was gonna say that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, it'd be cool to like cruise down the road. That's for sure. Like on a fucking creepy ass night, Friday thirteenth or something. Who knows? Um. Let's see. Add to this list, share your thought. Nope, it's just tell me where did you know any of these crazy places? I was like, yes, yes, I did. A couple of them. A couple of them we've already talked about. We can't get too uh we couldn't get too crazy on it. I think we still got a little bit of time left. How how long? Yeah, I got a couple minutes. Maybe to go over um I, I found another website, and this is actually Ohio.org travel inspiration articles. The nine most haunted Ohio nine must be visit places so i thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about whatever they got on this side too i I figured i would be cutting pretty close on time with the one article um this actually looks pretty sweet so oh and that's the one i want to talk about too so two of these real quick a favorite ohio vacation spot has its fair share eeriness and mystery reports of creepy footsteps slamming doors and unexplained noises coming from the lighthouse may have come from a century-old mystery during the small box smallpox epidemic the story of samuel anderson's death was ruled a suicide after falling jumping or being pushed off a cliff by the lighthouse while the lighthouse is currently closed you can walk the grounds and that is the south the south bass island or south base south bass i don't know it's the it's in put in put in bay so it is up there on uh, Lake Erie. And my wife has actually been to Putin Bay. I never have. I've had friends that are go there that's been there. I wonder if they've ever been to that. That'd be if you've ever been to Putin Bay and you've been to you've seen the lighthouse, let me know. Send me a message. It'd be cool to it'd be cool to if somebody like, you know, I don't know, had pictures of it or something. I don't know. It'd be cool to see. It looks pretty damn awesome. Um I don't know, it's like a just like a real old building, all brick, got a couple like towers and I don't know, like the old brick buildings architecturally are uh they're just i don't know they're super cool to look at and then the last one we'll cover for today licking county historic jail in newark which i live in that county this historic spot has offered ghost hunts and historic tours of the building you can see and hear or yeah you can see see if you can hear any dismembered voices calling out there might be it might be one of the three sheriffs or 19 inmates who met untimely demises at the jail huh that's a lot of people that died in that little place once again 
hauntings happen in places where bad shit happens. I, I personally think that. I mean, I think you can, like, I don't know, maybe a ghost attach himself to you or whatever. I don't know, spiritually bound to somebody. But, yeah, most generally, generally, I think that uh, a lot of, like, your hauntings and all your lore, like, there's reasons that their story exists. And uh, those stories sometimes are the result of which you don't know how like once again you know you're battling the truth thing but every like stories come from actions you know what i mean like there wouldn't be a story if there wasn't something that happened that was horrible or you know regardless if it got blown out of proportion or whatever who knows like i said you'll never find the truth unless you're there and uh hard to be somewhere where something happened you know 100 years 50 years two years whatever it may be but yeah, that's all I got. It's Friday. It's the weekend. You guys enjoy yourself. This was a fun episode. I'm uh, I'm I'm just like jumping right into the whole fall thing, man. It's uh, God, the temperature. Well, next week the temperature's supposed to get back up, but it's been a nice, like, cool 60, 70. You know, the fall's kicking in. The leaves are changing colors, and uh, we're getting ready for, you know, God, winter. Boo! I hate the snow. I hate the. Why well, don't? Yeah, I hate the snow and the cold, but uh. That's all I got. So you guys enjoy your weekend. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks for listening. You guys can check out all, yeah, all, all sorts of other stuff. Yeah, all sorts of other stuff <laughs> on the YouTube channel. You can follow me on Facebook or TikTok, YouTube, and anywhere you find your podcast. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Go check out all those videos and stuff. A bunch of gaming videos being going up. And uh, I posted a little Hot Wheel collection video on my TikTok. So if you are into collecting and shit like that, and you or you have a collection currently, um, let me know, man. It'd be cool to talk about. I've been wanting to do a collecting episode for a while, just on like some of the craziest things people collected or um, some of the biggest dollar value collections in the world of whatever you know there's just uh that's that's a little prep work episode just because i want to do the prep work and uh i just haven't yet but yeah let me know if you got a cool collection of stuff you know what i mean i got pokemon stuff and uh i don't know i got a bunch of junk really god my wife well i don't call it junk my wife may call it junk sometimes i don't know i will see you guys and uh till then thanks for listening